Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Anti-Diet Bride, the podcast that wants you to feel comfortable in your body and confident in who you are as you navigate the roller coaster that is the wedding planning process. Now, this week, I'm joined by a very dreamy guest. Jules Von Hepp, a 2022 bride, came on and he was just fabulous. Jules has already been through the whole wedding planning process and just been through the whole thing and simultaneously had his own body image journey along the way. And so to hear their perspective, to kind of get all of that, and I feel like Jules was able to sort of bottle it up and give us all such brilliant advice and words of wisdom. So if you are a bride yourself, I think you're gonna take a lot from this episode. Um, and if you're not, either way, it's very uplifting. So I really think you're gonna enjoy this one. And I think Jules has kindly given us a bit of an exclusive on, on the whole wedding process. So please do enjoy that. Of course, if you have anything you wanna share, maybe you have some fun wedding stories you wanna share, maybe you're having your own wobbles during this whole wedding planning process, get in touch with us. We want to hear from you. What do you need reassurance for? What do you want us to talk about on Anti-Diet Bride? Get in touch via our WhatsApp. You can send us a message or a voice note to 075-999-27537. And make sure you're following us on Instagram too. You can find us at Anti-Diet Bride. And we would love to hear from you there. Okay, let's hear from the wonderful Jules Von Hepp. Enchante. Hello. I loved that introduction. <laughs> Get the dry eyes. Well, I, I've i wanted to speak to you since we kind of thought of Antidote Bride. I wanted to speak to you because I, first I thought your wedding was gorgeous. Thanks so much. I loved your outfit. And I just felt like it would be so interesting to hear your perspective. And we kind of... I kind of mentioned this briefly and before we press record and you're like, no, 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 let's save it for the podcast. But how you've been on such a body image journey, which I love and have been following and have been supporting. And then in parallel, you were engaged throughout that whole process. You got married last year and I feel like you're hopefully going to have some words of wisdom for me who, as I am currently engaged and getting married in about 18 months, but also, I don't know, just some, maybe some different perspectives that I might not be thinking about, you know? Totally, and I think the first thing we should talk about is yes, I am a man, but I am a male who took a bridal route. I am in a same-sex relationship, so I definitely did. Everything that I did is your traditional bride. Our wedding was even in Brides magazine, um, and my whole 
angle and my whole premise was like you don't have to be female to be a bride so if you've just started listening to this and you're like he won't know what he's talking about oh sister sit down because we are going to go through this um i think from a wedding point of view before Isle of Paradise and before I started doing social media for work um, or sharing my body confidence journey, I was a spray tanner. And I was a spray tanner for 15 years, working with hundreds of thousands of naked bodies every single month. A lot of them were brides. So I have had so much interaction with brides from a beauty point of view on the run up to weddings. I. And I think that kind of helped me on my journey with mine because I knew, okay, it's going to get stressful. It's going to get, there's things, there's going to be bumps, there's going to be all these journeys. I've seen loads of my friends get married before. So before I even started the bridal journey, I was like, right, first things first, you cannot be getting stressed about this. This is a celebration of your love. This is not a whole I have to change every single thing about myself for this one snapshot in time because when you say it out loud like that it's absolutely ludicrous so I think that was like really my first my first angle but yeah I think in terms of beauty and body shape and image and everything around that there's so many different angles that can affect that perspective when you're getting married I think there's past trauma there's all the things that you picked up as a teenager or along the way about your body that all come to the surface because for this one weekend or day or moment it's all eyes on you and so what happens is confidence gets shaked and that that means you're going to have to put your cloak of confidence off but all the trauma comes up. Then there's also comparison to other people's weddings. We've got all of that going on. Well, she did this, he did this. Oh my God, I need to look like that. And then there's also all the stuff from the elders because they, you know, that older generation than us maybe haven't dealt with some of their issues and their body issues. And where does it go? It gets passed down the projection of it all the projection so i think before if anyone is listening and you're on your body journey and you're on your bridal journey just know that it's quite the battle but you've got it because ultimately your day is about you and your other half and that's it that's why i wanted to do this podcast because i was like where is the support for this journey because my god it is a whole other roller coaster in and of itself i mean body image as hard as it is but you're right, there's just this extra layer of pressure. Um, I wanted to go back to your engagement first. Do you want to tell us your proposal story? <laughs> you're going to love it, yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so I had gone to a wedding in February before the pandemic. So this is February 2020. At the wedding she got on the white wine, started crying, saying, when are we going to get married? When are we going to get married? And he said, we are not getting married. We have to buy a house first. And I was like, oh my God. Like woke up the next day like, oh, how embarrassing. Um, we then were going to Thailand on holiday and he was being shifty as fuck on this airplane. And I was like, oh my God, maybe we just don't travel well together. Like we're in totally different. Okay, I... The way he was at security, I will never forget. He was like, you go over to that side. You do not come near me. Obviously, he had the ring in his bag, but didn't want to tell me. So he was just freaking out. And you had no suspicions because you felt I like had, he was like, it's not on the car. I had no suspicions because I had 
white wine werewolf to myself <laughs> and just gone totally the other way. Um, so we're in Thailand and we get to this really nice hotel and I, oh, I had a couple of Malibus and fell asleep in the afternoon. And in that time, he said that he had asked the hotel where's a great place to propose. I don't like forced romance. I don't like anything prepared. Like red rose petals for me are an absolute no-go. I want it all like in the moment. He had booked this restaurant and he said, oh, it's really nice. We can see the sunset. He was like, but we have to be there at seven because the sun is going to set. So there I was like, Aberon, getting ready, like just another layer of foundation, babe, like it's fine. He was like, we've got to go, we've got to go. We get in this tuk-tuk, it takes us to the top of this mountain. And he has been so, I just thought he was being such an asshole all the way up. We get to this restaurant and there's a table covered in rose petals um, and it's on a cliff face and it's overlooking the sunset, but it's the last table in the restaurant. There's all these other people photographing the sunset. And I walked down to the table and I burst out laughing. And I said, oh my God, imagine if you were going to propose now. Oh, this is awful. And he was like, it is awful, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, oh my God, this is so not us. Like, no. And I just, I had no idea. Sat down, um, the starters come over, all of this, and the sun goes down. And um, he says, he moves his chair around and he was like, Dulcy, um, you know I love you. And I was like, yeah. And then he was like, oh my God, something's on me. Something's on me. And he started like slapping his legs. He was like, shine a light on me, shine a light. So I shone my light on him and he had sat on a termite nest (gasps) and he was absolutely covered in termites all over. (laughs) We had to whack them all off, call the restaurant over. We had to move table. It was this whole fiasco. I, at this point, had had a lovely time at dinner. I was very entertained by his misfortune. Um, and we left the restaurant and we got in back in the tuk-tuk and we'd go along the beach. All the beach bars were dead because the pandemic was just coming. People weren't traveling anymore. And we were like the last people doing the route around Thailand. And he said, let's stop off at one of these beach bars. And I was like, beach bar? It's dead. Let's go back to the hotel. But he was so paranoid that the hotel were going to be like, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so we get into the hotel, sit down on these bean bags, And then... Um, he, we ordered a Malibu again, and he was fumbling around in on a like travel bum bag, and he was like, "Josie, I really want to ask you to be my husband." And as soon as he said husband, like, time stopped, and it's like you'll know what it's like when someone proposes. Life kind of goes like this, like it's really slow motion, and I just started to dry cry, like silent crying, just tears going down, <laughs> but no noise coming out. And he, he was just like. Jules and I was like if you got a ring and he fumbled around he forgot to get the ring out he forgot to get down on one knee which I love and he got the ring out and it was under the moon on beanbags in Thailand drinking Malibu perfect and we kept it secret for five months because we got back in the pandemic hit and I'm so happy I did that I'm so happy that I didn't jump on the telling everyone all in one go train I it was like our blissful little secret and then yeah we kind of announced it six months later that we're engaged so it was it was perfect absolutely perfect I love that so you you, did you like stagger telling your friends and family yeah totally (gasps) staggered it and because of lockdown I had to tell people on FaceTime and obviously my dad knew like he asked my dad's permission which I think is really sweet in a same-sex couple it just felt nice to keep it for us and to just really cherish the love of it. I think because I've seen so many brides 
make such a big thing of the engagement that almost the wedding can be an anticlimax because the engagement thing was so big. And actually, I wanted it to be just the announcement. I didn't want it to be this huge thing um, because that's not us. We're very we're very chill and we have so much fun doing nothing. We don't need things to you know, make life fun. And we'll get to it, but I'm sure like the wedding was the main event as you intended. The wedding was the main event. Um, it was the most amazing weekend ever. She did a three-day wedding because why not? I got married. We um, are too. Yeah, it's the best. It's the I absolute like best. being centre of attention. I won't lie. Yeah. <laughs> well, also like it's fun to drag it out. Yeah. Um, I don't ever want to get married again. I don't want to relive the day again because it was perfect just as it is. There's always so much drama around a wedding. Um, and there's people let you down, people behave badly, but there's also so much love and adoration. And you feel so, I'm the feeling that I really didn't expect to feel after the wedding was how loved I felt. I felt so much love from every single angle. And I that high just kept me going. I, like I'm still on that high and there's, there's friends that really surprise you. And it's so lovely. Oh, I'm, it makes me so excited. Um, So you get engaged. Obviously you have a slow reveal then of yeah. the engagement, which I hope put, made you not immediately, cause you know, I've hear a lot of people and I actually saw a TikTok about a girl talking about this saying, no one talks about it, but the minute you put that ring on your finger, the next thing you're thinking about is A, your wedding, but B, you're like, well, I've got to look perfect and da, 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 da. And that was like, it was really sad. She was saying like, that was the first thing that went to her, you know, came to mind. And I thought, you know, that's just so evident at how just the kind of beauty standard around weddings is just like a notch higher than anything else, I think. I think it's like up there with, if you were on like the Oscars red carpet, you know, you have to look flawless. And I wonder if because you kind of gave yourself that gradual um, introduction to, in, you know, uh, to the people in your life, whether you felt that external pressure or whether you even thought about it I 100% felt it, 100%. I totally wanted to go on a diet for the wedding. 100% wanted to do it. The Straight pandemic, off the bat? Or? Well, we got engaged. Pandemic got in the way. So we were engaged for two years. So... Once that pandemic was out of the way, then we started to plan the wedding because there was no way I was having a reduced numbers wedding. There was, was no I way. am the same as you. I was like, do you know what? Because I want to, side note, Jack and I had been together like eight, uh, seven, eight years when we got engaged. So I was, and I'd been very much like, when's he going to propose? And I was like, but you know what? The pandemic makes it a little bit easier because... I don't want to not do it to the how I want it to be in my mind. So. I never look good in a mask either. So yes. I was not wearing a mask down the aisle. It just wasn't <laughs> happening. No chance. Exactly. Like, I love you, but we need the full production. Yeah. I've got a nice smile. The eyes are great, but the smile's even better. <laughs> so it needs to be revealed. Um, yeah, I absolutely went on the diet imposter syndrome. It was a lot of internal pressure as opposed to external at first. I had to really dig deep about everything that I'd learned on my body confidence journey to get me over that. Mm. Because instantly I was like, I just, I'm going to eat celery. I'm going to do 12 spin classes a week. I'm going to just starve myself to get into this outfit. And then I remember, and then I just remember my best friend getting married. She didn't do that. I remember so many brides telling me that they'd lost loads of weight when I was giving them spray tans. And I think this is so sad. And then I, I kind of just had this, realization of like I'm not gonna do that because 
how I look is good enough to get married. How I look is what he is in love with. And so why would I change myself for one day? And so I actually did is instead of focusing that energy into losing weight, I focus the energy into gaining confidence. So mm. what can I do to make me feel more confident? Because I want to feel like the best version of myself on the day. And that is the best justification you can use to take yourself on a self-love journey, which is what I did. Like, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try reformer Pilates. I've always wanted to do that. And the wedding is actually a great time to just lean into that. Never about body shape, never about weight, never about my aesthetic. It was about me trying new things. Had like little bits of therapy to just unknot a few like things that I picked up along the way, wrote really nice things to myself, went shopping and we will definitely come on to buying the outfit because that there were some bumps around that but it it doesn't have to be about getting thin it doesn't have to be about that it can be about celebrating you just as you are right now today because so many people said to me you'll look back on your wedding photos and you'll just love how great you looked well, I look back on my wedding photos now and I just look really fucking happy. Mm. And that is the best feeling. I am surrounded by my friends. I'm having the best day ever. I don't even think about the shape of my body when I look at my wedding photos. And I'm so happy I didn't diet for my wedding. And when people say you look back on photos and you think about how great you look, I think one of the things that makes, that really helps someone glow is, yes, this Isle of Paradise tan, but also the happiness and being in the moment and being present and the just soaking up. real glow comes up. from within. It, it comes does. from within. And you can't glow on the outside truly unless you've done all the work on the inside mm. because then then you, you really glow. But a highlighter can only take you so far. Yeah, and there's nothing that kind of beats a genuine smile, you know? And I think I've just been looking at photographers and you know, what the main thing I've been looking for is like, I want candid. I don't want too posed. I don't want this too perfect. I don't want this to be like some, you know, super pristine thing. I want it to capture us and the moment. And I'm sure you probably wanted that as well. A hundred percent. But I mean, everyone's wedding is different and everyone's Mm. day is different. And what you want from that day is Totally. totally your moment shine. And I think look amazing god look amazing like have facials like do like tan do your hair like get a gorgeous dress do whatever you need to do to feel confident but just don't starve yourself because it won't make you happy and it'll just make you more anxious my best girlfriend said to me before the wedding and it's the best piece of advice i ever got and i'm going to give it to you now please your whole day and the whole day of everybody else and the guests is all determined by your mood. So if you are anxious about how you look, if you're bitching and moaning about some bloody flower that is in the wrong place or the lighting or the sound or the weather, everyone else in the room feels it. If you get yourself together and you go, this is gonna be one hell of a roller coaster and I'm gonna enjoy every single second, I'm gonna be really present you just beam and everyone else is on the journey with you. Like when I walked down the aisle, people were whooping, whooping. I punched my bouquet in the air. I was screaming, yeah, like we had the best day ever. And everyone talks about the energy from our wedding, but it is all determined down to you as a couple. Just go for it. And the thing is like, and again, why I love this podcast, 
don't go on the diet because when you get to the day, you'll be so focused on your aesthetic, which actually means nothing. It means nothing on the day. Go in there feeling great, but knowing that how you look is absolutely good enough to get mm, married. Mm, I love that advice so much. I I really feel like, yeah, I'm really going to take that on board. And even though I've got a bit of time, I think to hear that feels so reassuring and I think everyone else listening who's getting married soon is going to really appreciate that as well because, oh, it's, there's, yeah, there is that pressure. And I think what you were saying about, yeah, because don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong, people. I want to have, I've been thinking about the dress forever. You know, I've been thinking about the kind of look and the aesthetic and I, I will be a bit anal and, you know, I will definitely be very overseeing every single detail. But also, I, that's why I liked what you said, because for me, I think more it's the perfectionism in me that I need to just chill on on the day rather than I think I've personally worked really hard to let go of the need for the perfectionism and appearance. But I think I transfer that onto other things as well. So I think just to be a bit chill, I think is fantastic advice. But because like you say, you can, in theory, everything could be perfect every you know every table setting could be perfect the flowers could be perfect your dress could be perfect your hair could be perfect but you but, might have a face like a smacked ass exactly. and that's going to ruin the whole day so turn that frown upside down sister like perfectionism because i am a perfectionist virgo through and through and it is it's a strength but it's also a massive weakness and it trips yourself up and what you will see nobody else will see and we went to a wedding two weeks before hours and two weeks after hours. And it was so lovely because we both just realized like the wedding before we were like, well, we didn't really notice that. We didn't notice that, that, di that didn't bother us. And the wedding after we were like, oh, that's so nice. We appreciated so many different things about a wedding. And we were like, oh, they must've gone into so much effort to make this happen. Um, so I think, yeah, just just go easy. Just like Adele says, go easy. Yeah. So you have this period of the engagement period prepping for your wedding. When did you get your outfit? Like how long before you the wedding did you get it? Um, I got the outfit. In, so we got married in August and I found the outfit, I think in February. I started quite early shopping because... Um, bridal wear for a man is not exactly available readily. You know, there's no bridal shops for men. Um, I knew I wanted to wear all white. Um, so I was kind of limited. I said to myself that whatever I choose to wear on the wedding, I want to be able to wear again, whether it's at separates or um, just to anything. Like, I didn't want to just spend money on a dress or something for one day. Um, I didn't have the best time buying clothes. And actually, that was the thing that really shocked me when I was shopping. Um, I was so excited to find when I found the outfit. And then I started to have it tailored. And the tailor repeatedly told me to lose weight for mm, the wedding. She said, this, this would look so much better if you just dropped a stone. And I was like... Was oh, it a woman or a man? It was a woman. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. And I had numerous I phoned my girlfriend in Australia one of my bridesmaids crying in the fitting room I was like this bitch outside is saying this to me she was like give the phone put me on the phone to her. I was like no 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 she was like look just get over it like you you have been through you've done the work it's fine it's just a day so you know there were moments along that journey that I 
I didn't expect to happen. Um, but actually, oh, I'm never going to see that woman again. That's all her stuff. That's what I kept saying to myself. This is all her stuff because I looked great. Well, that was what I wanted to ask you because I know having had feedback from listeners already about dresses and stuff and, you know, alteration people being like, oh, Taylor's kind of being, you know, oh, don't gain any more weight now. And then, you know, just the pressure and the passing comments, which to them are probably quite innocuous, but to you kind of feel like a thousand paper cuts. Like, what was the real, what was the kind of word you had with yourself in when you experienced that? I'm above this. I'm above this. I rise above this. I vibrate at a higher frequency than this person here who's telling me my aesthetic isn't good enough for a suit that they're altering. I am above this. And I think reminding myself that my opinion of my aesthetic is the most important opinion and actually what others around me think really is not important. I won't remember that on my deathbed. I won't remember, I'll just remember the day itself. So why am I stressing over what somebody who I'll never see again is saying to me? Um, I think as well, like I didn't wear a shirt when I went down the aisle. I had a jacket on that I did up over my bare chest and my mum repeatedly told me I, sh I should wear a shirt. I should absolutely wear a shirt. It looks a lot smarter with a shirt. We had to sit down and have a little conversation. And I was like, I'm not gonna wear a shirt. I'm not going to wear a shirt. It would have looked weird with a shirt. It would have looked so weird with a shirt. Yeah, it wouldn't have skin, worked. Like, and also, like, skin is my thing. And yeah. I, it, I made it, you know, it was all balmy on the chest and I loved it. Um, but even that was knocking me around in, in terms of my confidence because I was doing something that others hadn't done. Like, you don't see pictures of men without a shirt on getting married. But it's my day. It, you know, like, oh, our day has I keep having to remind myself <laughs> of, but we all know really it's my day. Um, but it's, you know, just having that constant reminder, those constant self-affirmations. And again, linking back to what I said before about taking yourself on a self-love journey, on a confidence journey, then all those tools that you pick up along the way actually help you have the best day because you drop all the all the body negativity you just leave that when you go off to get married you leave it at the door and you're like okay bye-bye and I think there is also I would it breaks my heart and it, I've heard this firsthand when I've done spray tans for people's weddings I wish I'd lost more weight you just there's no point there's no point this is how you are this is this is your body on the day let's go and adrenaline just carries you through like no tomorrow it's amazing it's amazing Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
What does your husband, what did he think of the whole pressure? Like, did he feel any pressure, do you think, throughout the whole process? Or do you think he's, was he thinking, well, I've got to get, you know, a good outfit and I, I need to make sure that I'm looking my best on the day. I think he did feel pressure. He did, definitely, because we knew when we were getting married that we knew, our guests didn't know, that our wedding was going to be in brides. So I think there was this pressure that aesthetically, I think he felt, oh my God, I'm going to be in a magazine. What am I going to do? But we just had open conversations about that and had to keep reminding ourselves that actually it's just about us two. And I said, you know, I love you for exactly who you are. I don't want you to change your body. So let's not do that. But he's also strong. He's really strong with his body. And he's like, "Eh, this is me, whatever. Don't worry about it. And I really respect that. And I actually take on board a lot of that. I actually said in my wedding speech that he's a huge part of me learning to love who I am because he loves me for who I am. So and I thanked him in my wedding speech. And I think you should always think about that when you get married. Like, this person loves me for who I am. I don't need to change who I am. I love that because they can love you for who you are. You're like, oh, I can love me for who I am. Hundred p. Hundred I love that, and I it resonates so much. And I think, and I I feel like I'm going to probably say this on every episode or whatever. But I always feel like when you get engaged, when you've been with a person, also when you've been with a person and you know a good amount of time, they have seen every single side of you. They have seen. <laughs> God bless Jack. I had to film some content for me being like me waking up in the morning and I don't obviously don't normally see what I look like waking up in the morning but he literally filmed me waking up and I was like oh god <laughs> and he wanted and he wants to marry me and you know what like that's great because even though I wake up looking like I've just been my head's been put through a tumble dryer he wants to marry me and therefore like it's enough I'm enough you know my self-worth isn't dependent on my changing body because our bodies are going to change and fluctuate. And like, if we try to pin all our hopes on that, then that is just a rocky foundation. But I think it sounds like you have really just kind of realized that this is so much more than skin deep. This is such an inner, deeper journey and process. And actually you think it's all about like, if I just change what I look like, then I'll love me. But actually it's it's learning to like you as a person that I think... Because that's the part that kind of continues with you forever. Well, and also the conversation that you have with yourself is the longest conversation that you'll have with anyone in your entire life. Mm, So you may as well make it positive. I have a PT because I'm so lazy with exercise. I need somebody to tell me what to do. And I said to him, when I was getting engaged, he said, so I'm guessing we're not going to do bridal body, but I just want to double check. And I said, no, no, we'll just carry on as we are because I'm really happy in how I am. And he said, good, because I have a lot of people who come to me and they want the bridal journey and they set themselves these standards that they can maybe maintain for four months. So on the diet, working out, like calorie deficit. But then once the wedding's over, they then go back to how they were pre-run up to the wedding and the comparison to the wedding, and I see it so much with some of my girlfriends, they look back at, I just want to get what I looked like at my wedding. I just want to look like, you can't obtain that. You can't stay that. It's unrealistic. So why put yourself there in the first place? It's so unsustainable. And I think it's so natural because we've had people, 
what I love about this is we're not having people listen who are just brides to be. They are also people who are married. They're people not married. Like it's a real like cross section, and I love that. And I think that's the thing that you. I've heard a lot of stories already of people saying, you know, I got married, and then essentially it was like a free pass to binge afterwards because it was like, oh, I'm finally like there. I've done it. I can, you know, you end up actually not listening to your body and overriding it in a whole new way by completely just, and I think understandably so, just rebelling against all that restriction you put yourself through. I think I did that as well. I think I didn't restrict calories, but I definitely ramped up my exercise and I definitely restricted alcohol because I'm so skin focused anyway as a person. So after the wedding, I definitely gave myself, I was like, woo, we can just go for it now, which is, you know, was great on honeymoon. And But then I tripped up afterwards and then had a body confident. I was like, oh God, I'm not feeling body confident because I've done all X, Y, Z. And I, I have that. And I'm somebody online who preaches body confidence. Mm. But I always say this, you can't be body confident 100% of the time. No. You, it's just, it's impossible as a and human being. And if you try being. to be perfect with that as well, <laughs> yeah. you're just going to be sad at the end of the day. But it's only natural. But I also think, wow, if I felt like that, you know, two months after my wedding, how would I feel if I'd really have dieted and oh. really starved myself and then gone back? I don't think, I. it would just have messed with me so much. I'm so happy I didn't do that. I'm I definitely mentally stronger because of it. Like the pendulum swings would have been so much greater. Yeah. And you're right. I think they. You, people talk about post-wedding blues, don't they? And I think, I have no doubt in my mind that a lot of that can be contributed to when people have been on this big sort of diet lead up massive complete lifestyle change in the lead up to the day. And then that day going and then going like, oh, now what do I do? Now I don't have to do those things, but then what do I do? And I think part of it must be the kind of come down of of that. And also the, like I say, the rebellion. And probably, a lot, I think a lot of people go into their weddings, like their wedding day is just like really hungry. Like when you're hungry, when your body's literally hungry, you don't think straight. You don't think rationally. You, you're not at your full capacity to to kind of live and be and talk. And like you say, like your the actual day, especially if you're doing a whole weekend, there's a lot of people there. There's, there's a lot of conversations to be had. There's a lot of, you know, moments that you don't want to feel like you're not fully present for or fully, at, you know, at your full kind of capacity for. Like, I, th- I that's what makes me sad. I had so many stories of people being like, yeah, I did not really eat the morning of my wedding. And then, you know, also you have a glass of champagne and then that's it, you've gone to your head and then that's the wedding day. And I think, you know, if we allow ourselves to eat as well, like we just have more energy for the day. Like you have more energy to bust the moves on that dance floor until the very end. Yeah, and like, so I did I did three outfit changes. Oh. Of same trousers, same boots, but three different top changes. But because I got because I didn't wear a shirt to get married down the aisle and have pictures when I went to then eat I was like I need something that I can really load in carbs up like I want to eat this wedding food because we paid for it I want to enjoy it yes it's a lot of money (laughs) yeah so make sure there's room for bloat make sure there's room for wiggle afterwards make sure like don't you don't have to have everything so binding and also Kate Halfpenny is a really good friend of mine the bridal dress designer 
And she always says that the dress can evolve with you through the day. It doesn't have to be so rigid and so tight. And now there's lots of dress designers that there are different elements. It can change. It can be let out. You can move with it. And people know that there's dancing at the end of the wedding if you're into it. So have those conversations when you're dress shopping and have those conversations when you're thinking about this because you have to sit down in it. You yes. can't buy an outfit to stand. You've got to sit down. You've got to load that bread and butter up. You've got to listen to the speeches. You've got to smile. You've got to have fun because that's what it's all about. It's not about sitting there going, oh my God, I can't. What were the outfit changes, if you can describe them to us? <sighs> well, um, so down the aisle was a double lapel uh, white jacket, no shirt underneath, matching white trousers, white cowboy boots. Loved the whole look. Yeah. Like, it was so you. Yeah. Um, then after that, I did like a 70s ruffle shirt to eat dinner in that had like a metallic thread in it. And then for dancing I wore a gold metallic shirt which I definitely should have buttoned up two buttons higher looking back on the photos I'm like whoa there's a lot of nipple <laughs> on the dance floor but it's your wedding oh, your nipples who cares it. yeah sod it. everyone's seen them anyway so <laughs> yeah but, um and also either side of that there are a lot of outfit changes I, I loved shopping for clothes around the wedding just not the actual wedding outfit itself I saw that you had amassed quite the bridal wardrobe. I plan on doing that. I want to have a whole, all my all my. I white. nearly wore white today, but oh. it was a bit drizzly when I left the home in Kent this morning. I was like, no, I can't risk that. Not today. Um, but yeah, the all white wardrobe, especially if you've got a hair and everything, it's great. I love doing that. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, talk us quickly about your hair and your sten. Yeah. Um, you didn't wear white on that though, no? I did for the first night, but actually the girls dressed me in a black sequin top for the day and I just went with it. Um, they, oh my God, the sten was wild. I wanted something really easy. We actually, as with my girlfriends, we always do secret stens. So we go away, no social media allowed. Um, so we do a hidden one that nobody really knows about. And then we do a big one with all the friends. But I just did London for a day, bar crawls, drag queens and a rave. <laughs> I love that. And like, I suppose with that, because I think there's just as much pressure around that. And especially with social media. And actually, I think it's really lovely not sharing it all online because I really think you take that pressure away. But I know that the people, the kind of wedding content I'm looking at are by other influencers who have got married, right? And I'm just seeing that like, not only in our minds are we thinking, well, I got to, you know, I want to look good for my friends but I've got to get these pictures and this vibe for the day to almost show to people online as I, well I can't cope with it I can't cope with it I didn't take any getting ready content on my day I didn't take any content during my head I didn't have my phone on me I said to a couple of my friends who are who are content creators or they work with content creators so they can take good videos I was like can you just get some good videos like I'm just going to put you in charge of that but like I didn't even have a videographer on the day I was like I don't care and I still, we barely shared any of our wedding online because it's for us. It's not for, my wedding's not for likes, you know, mm. like it's not, it's not about that. Um, and the reason we did a piece in Brides is because there are not enough LGBTQIA weddings seen in those types of publications. Of course, there was a homophobia coming our way. Two men can't be brides. You Ugh. can't have that. Of course that happens. But 
I said to my husband, that's why we did it, because we have to change people's thought processes. So just like, do not feel pressured to do anything that you see on Instagram. There is no checklist for a Hindu. There's no checklist for a wedding. Whatever you do is perfect. Just get photo. You don't have to share a single photo online. You don't have to do any of that. Or if you do, you can put it on your close friends. Whatever. Literally, whatever. It's your day. Um, you don't even have to wear shoes at your wedding if you don't want to. You don't. And the people that matter to you most are hopefully there on the day. Yeah. I wanted to talk about because you have obviously come from this beauty background and the tanning background. But did you feel like that was another element almost like people had the expectations like, well, Jules has done this. He's da, 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 da. that that's a thing. Or do you feel that I don't know, you can just let that go a bit. The whole start of my career working red carpets, mm. traveling the world with celebs, putting them on the red carpet, doing Strictly for three years. I was part of the glam squad. I got people ready for a living. So I feel like when it came to my actual wedding, I said to my friend, I was like, I'm actually born for this. Like I've had all the training to get ready because I've got other people ready for so, so long. So I found that a bit fun. I think I love aesthetically pleasing things in terms of images or um, textured skin, gloss, like that for me, I have creative enjoyment from. I didn't feel pressure um, because I love, I love the whole process. And I, I actually loved getting ready for my wedding. It wasn't what I thought it would be. It was so hot that I couldn't put any of my clothes on until seconds before I went down the aisle. I've got no nice getting ready pictures. But I was just sat in a bedroom with my girls drinking booze. Like, it was fun. I did, Maybe I put a little bit of pressure on myself that my tan had to be perfect. And people kept asking me online, what is going to be the bridal tan? What are you going to do? And I get asked it a lot. Um, brides really want that tanning routine. Um, so I think like if you are a bride and you are going to tan, now might be a good time for me to give you tips. Yes. Um, if if you're going to have a spray tan, do not, whatever you do, go to a spray tanner for the first time a day before your wedding. I've had so many people come to me being like, I'm getting married tomorrow. And I'm like, I've never spray tanned you. Like you are taking such a risk. Um, so yeah, definitely ask around of other friends who've had good spray tans, ask a makeup artist um, and have trials, have lots of trials. I think a tan looks its best two days after application, not one because it's settled into the skin um, and make sure you moisturize loads and it will keep the tan going for longer. Um, the tan won't transfer on your dress. I get asked that so much. It just won't um, as long as you've washed it off. It also is an absolute secret weapon to hiding a hangover the next day. Everyone else looks exhausted. You, glowing. Glowing. Well, I'm doing a weekend like you are, but I'm doing it abroad. And so say we have like the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, weddings on the, the Saturday. When should I get my tan that week if I know I'm going away probably on the Thursday? Like I don't want to be getting my tan in France. You get it on the Wednesday. Yeah, Or get on it on Wednesday. the Thursday morning, depending yeah. on when you fly. Get it Wednesday night and get it, I would try getting it a shade darker than what you would usually get or ask them to mix a bit of dark in um, and see how you go. Hendu is the perfect time to trial a tan. That's true. Because there is so many pictures so you can see the shade. Also, um, your tan can change depending on where you are in your cycle. So make a I note. I didn't know that. Yeah, usually when you're due on or you're on, your tan might be a little bit paler than the other times of the month. 
So just make a note and also get your spray tan trial and have pictures next to your other half because it's all very well and good you looking golden and glowy but if they're looking like Matisha Adams it might (laughs) (laughs) no Jack naturally tans so annoyingly so um but as I like I'm not a regular tanner um I'm far too lazy but I know I do want a tan on I'm wearing white I'm gonna need I want a tan we want the, the glow. I want the glow. Yeah. I want the, you know, for me, it's not even, I don't, I don't, when I tan, when I do tan, I, I do love it. Um, But I don't look necessarily tanned, if that makes sense. But I just, rec- I just feel like, oh, I just feel kind of um holiday vibes. <laughs> and that's what I love about it. It makes, I just feel like, oh, yeah, it just feels it like. Evens out skin tone. It does. That's what I love. It just takes the grayness away from my skin. And I don't lie in the sun. So it makes me look like I've had the best vacation ever. Yes, I'd much rather go fake tan than go in the sunshine because we know that that's the worst thing we can do for our skin on so many levels. Right, Jules, this has been eye-opening. I feel like you've given us so many words of wisdom. I think there's many mantras we're all going to be taking into our days. This has been so lovely. Where can people, if they do want to look at your wedding pictures and stuff, can they, there's a few on your Instagram. Can they, uh, where can they find you? Where can they support you? Where can they like have a look at your wedding? So my Instagram is at Jules Von Hepp. Um, I'm pretty sure if you put into Google Jules Von Hepp wedding, the article will come up in Brides. So you can have a look at my wedding there. All my suppliers are tagged. Um, we got married in Amsterdam um, and just outside of Amsterdam as well. So if you if there's anyone thinking, mm, Amsterdam, Dutch, mm. this could be fun. Um, but also lots of my suppliers were from England and lots of, you know, I have lo- lots of uh, tips and tricks on there as well. Also, if you are thinking about bridal tanning, there are lots of articles out there about interviews that I've done with the bridal publications about how to get the perfect tan so that's all there for you too and as you said at the beginning of the podcast i am the founder of isle of paradise so if you need reliable gorgeous glowing skin use isle of paradise you know your stuff and yeah uh, yeah isle of paradise is the best um (laughs) thanks this has been just wonderful thank you for having me Thank you so much for listening to Anti-Diet Bride. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. Of course, keep in touch with us and find more Anti-Diet Bride content over on our Instagram. You can find us at Anti-Diet Bride. And if you have any topics you want us to talk about, any questions for myself or future guests, do get in touch via our WhatsApp. It is 075-999-27537. Make sure to subscribe and you can hear new Anti-Diet Bride episodes on the first Wednesday of every month. Until next month, chat to you then. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.